Welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Prez, and the hating dude to my left, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's me, Cash, a.k.a. Hate the Raiders, a.k.a. Exec P, one half of the DSC. We are back, episode 143. See how I did that? See how I did that? You know what I mean? Hey, you kept it oh. moving. You kept it moving. He kept you know. those shots coming, though, while I was out. out. <laughs> every segment. Every segment. <laughs> you know if you miss a pod, indirects are coming. They coming. Oh, man. For the new people who never heard of us, don't know what we do, Cash, can you please enlighten them? Absolutely, Press, man. Yo, this this podcast, Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast, is about music, sports, culture, entertainment. That's what you can kind of get commentary on. Each and every week, Tuesdays at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch us on all podcast platforms. When you're talking about audio, that's where it comes out first. Then sometimes, you know, if we're not busy, you'll get a video the same day. If we're busy, then you get it the next day, Wednesday, Thursday. But at the latest, you're going to get a video Thursday and a few times throughout the week. Uh, we have guests from all walks of nature, rappers from conscience to street level to you you name it, and entrepreneurs as well. So, And we're going to do more of the uh, the culture this, this year, we're going to make a concerted effort to do that. So if that's something that you're interested in and, and just rocking with people, the common folk, you know what I mean? You know, tap in, tap in. Don't sleep on the couch podcast. Hey, Cash, I think we got to make a little conservative effort this year, man. Uh, so if you are a listener of the audio portion, we would still appreciate for you to go, uh, you know, subscribe to us on the YouTube, Cash. Where can they find us on the YouTube? On YouTube, you can find us on Don't Sleep Network. You can also search Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. You'll see our little emblem. It's on there, DS, with a microphone in the middle. You cannot miss it. We have over, I don't know, 200, 300 videos at this point. We've been doing it for two and a half years now. So we got we got some content and we got some good stuff on there that we think you might might be able to go back and stand to test the time against some of your favorite podcasts. So I, I, put, I hang my hat on that. So y'all go check that out on YouTube. As far as the podcast, anywhere, like I said, but search Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. I repeat, Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. It's it's too easy, man. It's too easy to find us and um, let us know where you're listening. Yeah, so if you're if you're either a listener or a, a watcher, like we'd like for you to go ahead and, you know, just, just follow us on those other platforms as well. So if you can subscribe to the podcast, it just helps us out getting numbers and stuff up and, you know, get to the level where we want to. Hey, uh, just showing a little love to us that way. Exactly. Hey, and exactly. so, Cash, when we started off the episode with was talking that I was missing. <laughs> I missed last week's episode because took finally took a trip off with the wife and went to – uh, she, she actually came with me to Vegas, you know, so I gave her a little time and I got to do what I wanted to do out there, go to the, the, the football game, the Raiders football game. So got to catch it in their inaugural season with fans there. So it was the first time fans could be there. And I said, I wanted to make sure I got to the stadium before the year was out. And I got to the last game of the season and boy, was it a, a, a great game. It was an exciting game. I think one of the best games of 2022, just for what was on line, uh, what was on the line as far as stakes, winner goes into playoffs, tie both teams goes into playoff, loser go home. Tie die is what I call it. It was the tie die game. And uh, the Raiders came through in another overtime, uh, great playoff uh, interest into the playoff, you know, because 
a it was technically a playoff game before the playoff, and they 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 did what they needed to do. They came through, man. They done fought through a lot of adversity throughout this uh, season. We had coaches fired. We done had players get disciplined and kicked off the team. You done had players that get into uh, legal matters and, you know, uh, all, off season and during the season, it was a lot of drama falling behind it. We had the death of, uh, our great coach, John Madden, who led us to the, uh, our Super Bowl victory. So, uh, yeah, it, it was, it was just an up and down year and it was a way to cap it off. Uh, they were celebrating John Madden. They had his bus out there. It was a great experience. The wife really enjoyed the atmosphere. Lil John did the halftime show. It was just hype, man. That was like the best experience I'd have had at a football game and I'd have went to quite quite a few. Uh <laughs> I still say I out of the venues I'd have went to, it's it's up there with the Atlanta Falcons. If y'all if y'all looking for venues to go watch football games at, I thought the Atlanta Falcons, even though they lost bad in that game that I went to see <laughs> the venue and the atmosphere uh to go watch the game, it was great. And then uh the, this Raiders, like they 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 really put on the show since it's in Vegas, they get people to come over. Uh, the intro, you had uh, Bruce Buffer out there with the let's get ready to rumble type little spill going into it, you know, just hyping us up. I think everybody in the scene, like if you're a sports fan, you've seen like the video of Derek Carr running down. Like that was at the same time Bruce Buffer was hyping up the crowd. It was just, man, hands down, great experience. Cash, we have to go. We have to go. We have to go uh, to one of those games. If uh, Philly is going to be playing a one time out there, I mean, business trip <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely we we are definitely using that as the uh as the uh <laughs> business trip funding for sure for sure <laughs> to get to get out to that man you know it's nothing like telling the wife it's a business expense what <laughs> what the hell y'all talk about every week absolutely that's how we we have legally <laughs> bound ourselves to you know being able to pay ourselves back so we're gonna do more of these fellas trips they they have no idea once we both in the states <laughs> making up shit. Yeah, <laughs> making yeah, up yeah. shit. Hey, hey, we gotta go to that new Nas Jay Z concert. Business expense. Sorry, sorry <laughs> for the culture, for the culture, baby, yeah. and for the business. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, oh, but cash. Man. Cash took full advantage of my time away from the pod to throw a little jabs, throw a little hate our way, hoping that the Raiders lose. Uh, didn't happen. Didn't happen. We made it through. We made it to the playoffs. Uh, man, that that right there was a great achievement because I tell you right now, if you followed us, I lost faith. I lost faith halfway through the season. I didn't think they was going to make it. I thought it was just too much going on. And when stuff was starting to die down, stuff started going right. Another person in legal trouble. Guy waving guns at the at a, uh, screen, talking about come see me. Had to get them off team. I, I hopefully these problems get fixed. I don't know what our coaching going to look like next season. I ain't worried about that right now. Uh, we'll talk about that when the season is completely over. But <laughs> as of right now, just just go out there and play and have fun in the playoffs. For sure, man. Hey, man, I wanted to ask how how did the wife take it in? Because you know, if it, if you don't mind me speaking, like. Press wife is not from America. She's originally from Germany. So this Vegas trip was a first for her too as well. So how did she like just everything overall outside of just the game itself? So she went into it, you know, she don't want to go to no football game, none of this. I'm like, hey, just just come ride with me, right? 
end up loving the whole experience. The whole experience. <laughs> think she she's she brought Jersey everything. She got deep into it, man. She so locked I, in I now. We'll, she locked in. Yeah, I think we'll <laughs> ah, that's dope. I think we'll go to another one. Uh, dope, thank you, dope. Vegas. Like I said, for hyping it up a little bit more, adding a little bit more around the football game. So. Uh, yeah, it was a great experience, man. And I tell you what, I did learn from Vegas, man. Vegas is that team when they're winning. That town is gonna love us because they you come off that bridge, you go straight through the Luxor. That's how everybody's traveling back to get to their cars and everything. And after that win, people was loose with their money, man. Everybody just spending, trying to get this, going, going, placing bets on the playoffs. Like it just, just next game, it's it's gonna be one of those things that like. As as they start to continue to win up in there, it's it, they're gonna do great in that city. They're gonna do great in that city, and that city is gonna love the, the all the fanfare that comes there. So, uh, yeah, I, I I think a winning Vegas team, Vegas Raiders team, is gonna do great for the league and all. For sure, man. So y'all stick around. Are uh, we gonna break down the NFL playoffs in a wild card weekend later on in the podcast? So y'all stick around for the full breakdown of each games in particular, uh, the playoff game with the Raiders. So, so we got a lot more coming for you, but we just wanted to touch on, uh, Prez's playoff and his, well, actually his end of game is experience. And then definitely we're going to tap into what happened in the games. So stick around, stick around for that, man. So where do we, where do we want to move for? I mean, it's 2022, man. Uh, this is not our first part of the year, but our first solo, possibly a solo, solo part. So what are, what are you reading, man? I know one of your big things is to get into some books and get some books out there, but you ain't really reached your goal last year. So how how we going? I did not reach my goal. I got to change it up this year. I haven't even made my list yet. Okay. So I will make my list and I will get it out there. Uh, at least my first four or five books that I'm going to end up reading. Uh, I know I reserve that... Uh, I'm going to end up reading for sports wise. I'm going to end up reading that Robert Griffin book. I know like when he mentioned it, I just went ahead and saved it. Uh, so I'm going to eventually end up reading that one later on in the year, but I don't know when that comes out. Uh, I got a couple other books that I got like pre-ordered. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get into it. I have my list ready next year for those who want to follow on with me. And I'll tell you what I'm going to start off reading first. And then that'll be a bonus episode like we usually do where I break down like what I actually read. If it's a leadership thing, if it's just a, a engaging read, we'll probably talk about it during the regular pod uh, and, and we'll, we'll go through it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I have that list for y'all next week. Yeah. As for me, I'm trying to do two a month. I'm just keeping it simple, man. And if I, if I crush that goal, then I crush it. And of course, you know, by all means with my lifestyle, I'm not hard copy guy. I got to listen. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm listening. You know what I mean? If it has an audio. So with that said, I'm um, definitely trying to get into the Will book, uh, Will Smith's uh, autobiography. So I'm just going to listen to his autobiography. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Entitled Will. Listen to that. And then also uh, a new um, book by the on based on the Knicks is called Blood in the Garden by Chris Herring. So that comes out here on the 18th or 19th, I believe. So, uh, yeah, I pre-ordered that and I definitely have to relive the hurt of the 90s with my New York Knicks. But, man, if you was a fan during that time, ain't nothing like that time. man. even though we lost, it, it was great to see the fight, you know, each and each and every year, no matter how much we lost. So can't wait to read about that and get, you know, revisit some of those old memories. So those are my two you know, for, for this month, month of January. 
I'm down with you on that next one. I may jump on that one with you and actually read it. We can kind of discuss it. Like, uh, yeah, I put that on there. I put that on the list. Said January 18th. January yeah, that, 18th, that, Blood that, in the Garden. Yeah, that that's definitely that's our first listen. So if y'all want to uh, actually read, listen, however you uh, consume it, uh, go ahead, add it to your list, and we'll be talking about it here and within the next month. So, all right. Definitely, definitely. All right, man. Let's move on into you know some sports, man. You will, uh, you know, not, not definitely not no sports, no sports. Let's save that for later because that's gonna take. Yeah, yeah. We're that's gonna, gonna talk take about that. That's gonna take a while. All right, man. First up, rapid, rapid fire, man. Young Guru, man. He he shook up the uh the Twitter sphere with it, with his comments, man. So. I just want to get it right before we get into it. So Young Guru is a engineer, DJ, photographer, but most notably known for his work with Rockefeller, Jay-Z in particular, um, one of the dopest audio engineers and just speakers in general on, on the music game, in my opinion. Um, heavy, heavy Rockefeller fan and stan here and myself. So uh, one of the things he wrote on Twitter recently, and I thought this would be an interesting topic for me and Prez lead off into this uh, music segment is... He said, at this point, you got to say something. Basically meaning, young guru, with the rapidity rap, with guys just saying that they rap well, he's tired of hearing that. That's what he was getting at in that comment. So he said, all you got to do is say something at this point. I'm starting to fall out of love with people who rap about how good they rap. That's the statement. There it is. Coming from him, kind of. I don't know. I'm, I'm back and forth, Press. I mean, I'll, I'll toss it to you first in terms of what you think about those comments. So for me personally, that's the rap that I like. I, I like most of all. So like, I'm I'm gonna totally disagree with, him, but I can understand. Uh, like, if he's just doing a blanket statement, just saying that's it. Like, no, like it's preference at this point. You know what I mean? So yeah, you fall out of love, but I fall in and out of like every different like style of rap sometimes stuff started getting a little stale for it and like ain't, ain't none of this stuff new ain't none of it new you got the pop and everything else like these are the same little stuff they've been kind of uh playing with for the past 30 40 50 years you know what i mean uh like 50 but, but 40 years so so uh yeah it's i can see his his argument somewhat but i mean at the same time it's it's preference it's preference, and I think that what we talk about, like, hey, when you when you get tired of that, take a break from it. Go 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 pick up the other style. Then you may get appreciation for the uh, what what these other people are doing. But I think it gotta be that mixture, and you always gotta have that. We don't want everybody doing the same damn thing. If everybody doing the same thing, this shit, the whole rap thing is gonna get stale. Period. All together. So, for me, Prez, I'm like, yo, go. You engineer or have engineered for one of the most braggadocious rappers in the history of bragging. You know what I mean? And talking about Jay-Z. So, no, like, you know what I mean? Like, but I, here's the thing. And here's where I get where he's coming from. I think as damn near being 50 in his latter 40s, me in my late 30s, almost 40, you start to want to hear people rapping about substance more a lot more than you want you hear about the lyrical bars i think if people pay attention to what we talked about on our podcast we talked about yo you got to make me feel something you got to say something overall but in the heart of that you still have to be able to rap you know what i mean and, and make good music and that leads me to like the whole lyrics like at the end of the day rap 
and being able to rap well and execute is my first introduction into liking you. After that, it's the production. After that, it's the song. You know what I mean? Does it meld together as a whole? And that's really where I'm at when, you know, when he's talking about those type of things. It's like, yo, are you molding all those things and saying something? Like, I'm no longer the mixtape guy to where, like how Lil Wayne just did the, uh, he added four songs on a recent drop over the weekend and he's just rapping, like, about nothing. You know? <laughs> like, but he's he's never, you know, he has songs where he's rapped about things or stuck to a subject matter, like, I don't even care if it's not deep, you know what I mean? But lyrics do, do matter. And the, the bravado and all that, like that comes with it too. Like you got to be confident. I got to believe what you're saying. You got to have some yeah. authenticity in your rap. So I think that comes with it. Like you said, it comes with it. And I'm always going to be, I'm always going to be lyric driven first. Then comes everything else with it. You, you know what I mean? But the lyrics draw me in first. So that, that's where I'm at. So I think that's where the pushback is with, with Guru on that kind. Yeah, I mean, so this is where I take it's It's easier to take somebody with the skill. You can see if they start off just that way, they braggadocious, whatever, but they can see that they got the lyricism, they got the skill behind it. You can say, hey, they can adapt to all this versus, let's say, Lil Yachty. Somebody like Lil Yachty, who originally when he came out, like you, you didn't, you couldn't see where this dude was going to go in this growth because he just on some other, just not really rapping, didn't really see like what he was bringing new to it. But, you know, he still could survive up in there, like, because as he has, like, in the industry a little bit. So uh, I, I could see it the way, but I mean, it's easier to see the progression wise from a lyrical standpoint or are those bars. So I, I appreciate that. And that's where, Eric, and I think that's where majority of the, the great artists comes from, from that style. And then they evolve and, 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 and grow a little bit and add a little something to hip hop. And yeah, man, I mean, if he's still on that, like, I don't know how he's going to didn't say anything about pop. Like, cause like every, every song on the radio, damn near sound the same sometimes too. So how are you going to say you're tired of this, but not tired of that? Cause we need all those styles to change and adapt. And I think when we first came on here, that's what we was talking about, how the lyricism kind of went to the background for a minute. And those, those guys was, was fading off. And then it came back up now ransom the uh, Benny, the butchers, the, Freddie Gibbs, all those are having life now, so it's starting to come through. So I think it has its, its ups and downs. And same way as everybody is going to have their ups and downs with the music. You got to constantly just switch it up. There's a ton, ton of music out there. Just just go. If you ain't feeling it, don't listen to it for a minute. Then go go to something else and then come back. Like, it's going to be there. The music ain't going nowhere. They didn't produce it, put it out there. If you ain't feeling it for the moment, like, it's ways to articulate that versus just saying that it's trash. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and my thing is, like, I wanted to expound on a point you made about just being entertained with a certain type of rap. You know what I mean? Like, whether you're talking about underground, minimalism, not a whole lot going on in the beats, and they're more focused on what they're saying with their words and rap, you have your time to where that's what, what you want to listen to. Me in particular, I go through different phases of the day. Like sometimes early in my day, I can listen to more mellowed out, um, 
you know, just drumless beats, loops, and stuff like that, and just be at, at home with a Rock Marciano, for example. But when I get off work and I'm about to hit to the gym or it's just one of them days where I'm upbeat, I may not want to throw on a Rock Marciano. I may not want to throw on a West Side Gun. And these are guys that just, you know, have a similar tone, similar, similar music, but I enjoy their music. That doesn't mean that they're not talking about anything. You know what I mean? Like they're talking about things that, that I like to hear. You know what I mean? So I, I like the bravado. I like cats to brag. I like that cats that talk about their, what they've been through. It's their truth. So I can't, I don't never want to judge it. And the fact that dudes like to rap about how well they rap. I mean, RJ Payne is another guy that comes to my mind when he talks about that. Like, do you not like RJ Payne? RJ Payne sprinkles in, he sprinkles in talking about shit too. Like heavy, you know what I mean? And he's been expanding his sound. Like at first he started off that, yo, I rap really, really well. And that's what he was focused on. But then he's progressed into making certain songs, you know, with certain subject matter that, that can resonate. And that's when I jumped on board. That man had like a bunch of projects out and I wasn't even rocking with it. You know what I mean? Because it was just, I was more so where Guru was like, God damn, you bar my head off, but what are you talking about? And I about? think this came up because of what Reason was talking about it, right? Yeah, yeah. No, Reason says something. Reason also said something crazy this weekend. I want to know um, how, how you feel about it, about Fab and Andre 3000. What he, he would say? take Fab. He would take Fab over Andre 3000. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said, man. <laughs> That's what he said, bro. Let me let me make sure it was it was Andre 3000. Reason, Andre. Let me beat that. I'm good. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling it up. I don't want to throw Reese under the bus. Yep, he did say it. Okay, so I'm, 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 I'm factual here. Like I'm looking it up, y'all, in real time. So sorry. So Reason, the TDE. We, we rock with Reason. He's a relatively unknown to the masses, but in guys in our circles, if you're listening to this podcast, you know about, you know who he is. Uh, so yeah, man, uh, that's crazy, man. Reason what, yo, we need a fat versus Andre versus, versus only. I got fat. <laughs> Hand me the ox. What? He said, <laughs> what? <laughs> he said this on Van Lathan's podcast, Higher Learning. So if you go to Van Lathan's podcast, hey, Higher Learning, hey, he said, man, that's what he said. Follow Reason, you follow Reason on Instagram and the stuff. So I don't know if he's that every time, but he, he, he gets in this party mode sometimes. He out there drinking. I don't just take this up as one of the nights he was drinking. <laughs> just out there, just talk a while. We all do it. Stop we all it. do it. It's, I don't care if it's like, verses or not. Like, look, man, ain't nobody listening to no fat mixtape verses in a versus against Andre 3000. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't care if he don't have a solo album that ain't about, it ain't about that. It's not about Bro, that. Like he, he, got classics. he got classics. He got classics, classics man. He got classics. classics. And I love Fab. I love Fab. Fab. I grew up on Fab. Music, the, the Clue freestyles, all that. I think he's very underrated. We talked about Fab a lot on here in regards to our respect for him and just his discography and albums, having classic mixtapes versus classic albums. So, you know, with all that said, he doesn't have bad albums, it's just no classics, you know? So when you put all that together, Andre still has arguably three classic albums with within a group. And the bars on that, those albums are elite, are elite. <laughs> yeah, the, the stuff that's going to stand out and it's going to, 
this is going to be an everybody else memory. Like, like I get reason. You may feel that way. You may feel that way. But when we're talking about going against the mass, you talking about putting them on a stage in front of everybody and what everybody's going to resonate with? Come on, bro. This, this is not it. It'd be just like Bone and uh, Three Six Mafia all over. Bro, this should be wasted time. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. You got any more comments or reason? Do anything you want to uh, let him no, know? No, 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 no. Uh, well, uh, I just, I was going to say, I was going to put up an error with him and like Nick Grant are the ones that I could see that like, you know, going to what Guru was saying that I think do it real well on, on, on that level. And like, those will be exceptions. I don't care how often they come across and do it, man. It, it just always sounds just nice. good, sonically. Yeah, so it's just, uh, yeah, I, I don't agree with Guru on that. I think he's in one of those things. Like he just had that deeper moment, like we done had on this pod. You got to sit here and actually think about it, and just like, hey, mood goes with your, right? The music goes with your mood sometimes, and sometimes you need to step away and come back. I think it's been several albums where I didn't agree with that initially, and then came back and really did like so uh and i i think that's just just what it takes sometimes if you need a break from that he's probably on a different level than us too but well i know he's on a different level because he's in a, the studio engineering these albums so he's probably hearing this a lot more than we are and he probably has to turn down this stuff a lot so he's seeing a lot raw uh music than we are so he's probably like with this statement, was just saying, like, yeah, bring something different to me for once instead of the rapidly rap. I wanna, I wanna engineer something that's gonna be a little bit different than what Jay Z been bringing to me for the past uh, thirty years. Word, word. So, yeah, yeah. Let us know how y'all feel about the young guru comments. Are you more into lyricism? Or are you more so into artists that are the total package that are saying something? Because I think that's really where this debate balls balls down to when you talk about the statement that he says. So y'all, y'all let us know, man, you know, and also if, if reason is out of pocket, definitely chime in, let, let us know, man. I think it'll be an overwhelmingly, you know, Andre 3000, but it, it is what it is with that, man. So. Yo, Prez, let's get into some of these singles, man. Like it, it, a lot of music is dropping now. Like we starting off the year. Really hot, really hot with with a lot of people. Dropping, Unlike so. last year. Unlike last year. I love it. Year. I, I think love this, it. And I think it goes right with the talk of what uh, Guru was saying, because now you're getting all these different styles of music out there and the different types of singles for everybody to kind of like rock with for a little bit. Hopefully it, get, it, it keeps that, that mix throughout and we get, it's not a long break in music like it was last year where... Uh, with these higher tier artists and stuff like this that need to come out. Cause I think we can get back around, we can have concerts and stuff. So I think it is. Yeah. Last year was still coming out of that COVID funk. You know what I mean? People didn't know how they was going to make money off the album if they dropped. Yeah. Now it's like, yo, I got the shots and the booster. All right. Bring it on. I, you know, I, I shake it off. I shake this little flu off. I'll go see this artist. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, I think that's where people at. With it right now, especially y'all crazies in the states, y'all 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 don't buy by anybody's rules. So, you know, it, it is what it is. I was at that Raiders game. You had to have proof of vaccination, but you ain't had to wear a mask inside. So it was it was great. Came out unscathed. I took several at home COVID tests and good. Don't got no symptoms. So hey, 
But blessings to you, brother. Blessings. You know, I don't want to find out. I'll tell you that. I just don't want to find out. I don't want <laughs> you know, I'm talking about it like it ain't nothing, but I just don't I don't want to take that chance. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I, I, so I'm still you, masking you just go up. out there, you just hope that you, that it don't happen. It's just yeah, I take it as like flu shot now, man. I have a flu shot all these years, never never caught the flu. I'd have had all these booster shots. I gotta go out there and live, man. I gotta gotta live a little bit, you know. And if it happens, it happens. But hey, I'm, i at least know I did everything I could to protect myself. All right, man. It starts slow and let's end off hot on the singles, man. Let's let's start with um let's go with uh Earth Gang, All Eyes on Me. Have you heard that joint? Yeah, uh this so this is a second single uh off this uh album that's coming up. What is it? American I can't remember the name. Horror Story. American Horror Story. So yeah, it's it's slightly different, like a different tone from that one. I I'm you know, I like Earth Gang. I always like Earth Gang. I liked it when it was coming out with the with the four or five song little packs and kind of keeping us intertwined. I think now they're getting into the they they, they released their album and ever since then they kind of been in like these uh album modes, haven't gave us more EPs and stuff like that, like they used to. So but uh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm getting excited for this album, man. I want to hear it. I want to hit see see the direction they're going and how this is gonna sound. Earth Gang always brings up something a little bit different. So uh I, I'm enjoying it. This is the 2020s version of Outcast to me. Like I really feel like I know that's high praise. I know y'all may fuck up in eyes, but like I, I really think this Atlanta duo is taking a page out of their book and just really expanding their sound. Because if you don't know who Earth Gang is, they really can get busy rapping. You know what I mean? And then also songs. What I what I keep going back to. I like their songs. I like the melodies. I like the beats they choose. And then definitely this one was really, really far left for them, but somehow didn't seem really too out their comfort zone. So I really, really rocking with this single. So I, I like to see where they going. I like where they're going with, with this uh, EP or project or whatever it is going to come to be. So yeah, I check out all eyes on me by earth game. All right, press next up, next up, Chris Brown, iffy single drop, man. How you feel about that joint? <laughs> Oh, man, it's a poppy, upbeat, nice vibe. Uh, not a classic song from Chris Brown by any means. And like I think right off, but I, it's enough to get you going, get, bring something different to uh, the winter months. You know what I mean? A little, little upbeat. Uh, so I, I, I like where it's at, uh, but I, do I think it's going to be one of his classics? No. In this moment in time, is it going to last for about a couple months? Probably so. Yeah. Hey, Chris, if you don't know, and this is your first time here, Chris Breezy could do no wrong in my book. He can give me 30 <laughs> of them things. He can give me 30 of them things. And I will argue my way through that whole entire thing on why, why I like it. I don't even, I haven't even heard it yet. Come on, Chris, come on, come back and give me 22, 20 to 30 of them things. And I'm gonna be good, man. I'm gonna rock with it all damn day long. I, I, that's my guy, man. Like that kid, that kid is too talented. And um, if it wasn't for his shenanigans and things that he, he's done in his career, he would be, you know, higher, higher on a pedestal in a lot of people's eyes. But I, I enjoy Chris Brown's music uh, for what it is. And again, I'd like the hype single to lead off whatever it's going to be as far as what he's coming out with. So, yeah, I definitely rock with Iffy, man. You know, we, we, we listen to all types of things here. So it ain't just underground hip hop and, and stuff like that, man. We, we like everything. We love music more, more than anything. So Iffy, I, don't, I ain't trying to justify my liking, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, go ahead. 
Oh, I said it sounds like you are. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah, I know I do. I do. You know, you 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 do it a lot too. You do it a lot too. You say controversial things, <laughs> and then you be cut. Co- you be covering up at the end. <laughs> I just be letting you live, but since you ain't let me live, this is no holds bars at this point. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, next up, um, Joey Badass, the Revenge. He's got a lot of backlash. Like I'm, I'm on, I'm on Twitter. What? All the time. Who backlash? He's got a lot of backlash. They called it a, a J Cole Light Middle Child. <laughs> That's what they've been talking about. So uh, that I mean, you you don't be on Twitter, so you ain't jaded. You ain't jaded like me and have oh, heard yeah. opinions. So what would you feel about the joke? I thought this was a great song, great way to kick off 2022 form. Uh, it's been a minute before we, well, we had the light pack, I think was like the last thing that we had from Joey Badass. Uh, I like that. And just the direction of, that he's going. Like, yeah, he's more of that style of rapper. So yeah, do I appreciate this? Do I like this? Yeah, I, I think it's great. I think it's a great way to kick off 2022 form. Hopefully we get an album from this year and is more of this. So J. Cole clone, whatever you want to call it, J. Cole, uh, J. Cole Middle like, child. Yeah. Middle child like, whatever. It's good music. How long did Middle Child stay on the damn charts? Quit acting like y'all don't hate that. Y'all hate that type of shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, like, here's my thing. If it for fans that hate on an artist that they typically champion because 1999 before badass all american badass those are his first three albums hard press defined like underground sounding starting guys to have a weaker run in terms of their first three projects like he doesn't have a bad project in none of these projects right and this is what i, I say all that to say this stop acting like y'all married to these artists and these artists can't change Sometimes motherfuckers don't want to do the same type of sound over and over and over again. G- give them a chance to expand and, and flex on a beat with some 808s and, and just have fucking fun. Like, sometimes it's about a, a change of pace for our artists. And I could tell immediately when they're doing that and when it's whack, I'm going to call it out. But when it ain't whack, I'm going to say it ain't whack. Like, I like it. <laughs> you know, I like it. Like, I like to hear some of the artists that I hear in that boom bat type of sound, typically do something like this. Cause I want to hear how they sound on it. You know what I mean? Do they float on it? Like we were talking about fabulous earlier in the segment, you know what I'm saying? In terms of guys that's been able to stand the test of time, being a chameleon and floating through different styles. Jada kiss is another one of them. I mean, I can go on and on for days. So I don't, I don't feel like nothing's wrong with Joey badass in this single, man. Like I don't think the rest of the album will be like that. So, but you know, Opinions are opinions, I and everybody got like them. It was a great one. I felt like it was a great song to start off and, and to tell us his direction for 2022. Basically. All right, next up, J.I.D. Surround Sound featuring 21 Savage and Baby Tate, newcomer Baby Tate. I don't, I'm not familiar with Baby Tate, but that's that's a song, man. How you feel about it, Press? I'll let you tell me how you feel about it first. Go ahead. Man, J.I.D., man. Where's that album, bro? Like, at this point... It, he's singling us to death. He gave us about four or five singles. He was on a lot of different, you know, little tracks last year. And I've been I've been looking for a JID because ever since that Dreamville collab and then the Spillagen, the Spillagen project that he had with the team with Earth Gang and those guys, man, I've just been yearning to have some new JID. And then 
he smashed he smashed it. Twenty One Savage came on, and I love Twenty One Savage's change of pace. I know people talk about this and that about him rapping, but I enjoy his style of rap and how he approaches beats. You know that are very straightforward and to the point. <laughs> but it he makes me laugh every single time. I'm not laughing at him, but like the shit he says in the rhyme scheme always makes me laugh in terms of how serious he is with his style. So with that said, the beat switches. Now I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, Jid is in his bag. He's in it, he's in his bag and he's furthering, cementing himself as one of those, those guys to look forward to, you know, in this next era of artists who are going to make just bodies of work that everybody's gonna stop what they're doing to listen, talk about, dissect. So that's where I'm at with this. So hopefully a project is coming of this and in this single and it lands somewhere on an album or EP. So that's where I'm at with it. Either you don't know your history or you're trying your best to avoid it when you said beat switch <laughs> and you didn't mention where the beat came from. Because oh, if I can Fab remember correctly. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So, so you, you you did. You, you ain't got the same type of complaints that you had on the uh, the Wale poke it out? No, I don't. I don't. That this was really good. Need to be featured. The original artists need to be featured. This 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 song. Hey, this song oh, was really. Oh. Let me give you my point. <laughs> Here here's here's my bell. The song, the rapping was really fucking good on it. And number two, I'm a hypocrite. So <laughs> with those two things in my, <laughs> I'm a hypocrite rap fan. <laughs> I'm a hypocritical rap fan. Sue me. When it's good, I'll, I'll find ways to talk around it and dance. <laughs> right now, I'll continue. You wanna, you, do you want to have this dance? Do you, would you like this dance? Because I'll continue to dance around why I can justify it. Let's, let's, I got it here. I, hey, to give a full disclosure, though, I like the song as well. I have no problem. Is I told you I appreciate uh, artists that goes back and just grab these songs because it's what we used to do to our music back in the day. We grab it from the 70s, 80s, you know what I mean, and flip those and, and going into it. It's just how you're introduced to it. And a lot of these artists right now uh, are fans. They know Jid. <laughs> they don't know most Def catalog. This is how they're introducing this song. This is how it's going to be. I sit here and argue uh, to this day, being around the world uh, is a biggie song. <laughs> so I don't care who else sung it. I know Biggie did it back in the day. That's the song that I know. I don't know the original artist. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. <laughs> <laughs> and you straight listeners, so you never like really, you haven't done music, you haven't produced, you haven't done any of that. So it, it's interesting to hear from yeah, just a yeah. listener. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it, it sounded good when Biggie was doing Band Around the World. Now. Yeah. He's <laughs> a damn original <laughs> artist. Hey, oh, man. They get oh, they, man. they get cut when they got to get their samples and they paying them. So I know they getting compensated. So I ain't saying like, don't pay them. But I mean, I don't need them on the originals. I don't need them on the song that you was insinuating with the Wale. No, just do it. Do it justice. Make it sounds good. Uh, and pay them. Pay them if you got Yeah, and you got to pay them. And you need to do it a little bit better. Like, it needs to sound great. Like, don't don't half step it on there. And that's kind of how I felt. Like, uh, I think, what was it? J. Cole, when he Wale. did. Uh, oh, oh, you still uh, on this? Forbidden, forbidden fruit. <laughs> forbidden you know fruit. what I mean? I just feel like he didn't do that justice. Like, I still, yeah, I'm still to this day. I just didn't to feel like he did day. that justice. 
<laughs> to this day, he still don't like forbidden fruit. I, that's one of my favorite joints of uh, Vil, it's Vilmatic, right? Vilmatic, no, uh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I it's start with Vil something, Vil something, yeah, but anyway, uh, but yeah, so yeah, man, I'm just basically, you know, it was really good. The sample was uh, wasn't as noticeable, you know, as the one, the Wale the J. Cole joint. It wasn't as I noticeable. Immediately. Yeah. Damn it. I got nothing, man. You got me. Yeah, <laughs> you got me dead to rice. That was a, this fat food is a, is a unique type where it starts off and then it goes to the beat and it took the whole apart from it. So, I mean, like, hey, I don't know any other song that, that, that has that sample in it, you know? So that, that's it. That's it. Hey, so I know call, exactly you call me being a hypocrite. Sometimes, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's best to just admit that you're a hypocrite. And some things matter for certain people in certain instances, in certain times, and some don't. And then this is one of my. <laughs> this is one of my. All right, man. Last for a way to criticize, like you, you wasn't feeling the Wale song. And just you wasn't feeling it. properly. You didn't know how wasn't. to properly articulate it. And then that way you did it was just saying that I didn't. I don't think he did. That was a part of it. <laughs> that wasn't the only way. <laughs> well, that was a part of it. And you see, when your peoples, man, they take a sliver of something and, and hold on to it, man. <laughs> man, all right. Last but not least, game Kanye released easy uh, with some premiere cuts in it, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, 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 didn't even write this one. I didn't even must write this one down, like uh, as the one we were going to talk to. But I figured I, we had we talked about it in the chat when I heard it. I was just like, I would just say the same thing I said up to that. Just like, man. Can a game do anything that's like a not a dedication or old? Like, I, don't get me wrong, I man. like game, <laughs> man. but it just seems like everything is like a dedication or old. Like, <sighs> I know how it is that, though, press. I know how it is, that, man. Because with me, you know, starting to do my thing and starting to rap again, the rust was on, <laughs> and and when the rust is on, you got to go back to old faithful. What works, what you're comfortable with. And I think that's what game did. Cause you ain't we ain't really hear game getting busy in quite some time since that the uh born to rap out. Right. And that was what two, three years ago? You know, 2019. But he had he had the same thing, dedication and old to Nipsey hustles on that. So Yeah, yeah. He keep I think at this point, you gotta expect it from him. Like that's, he's that's, never that's just what he, does. Just what he, he gonna do. And either you're gonna like it, you're gonna hate it or love it. For lack of better words, you know what I'm saying. Like you gonna do that because either you a fan of him and you recognize his catalog of him having some like strong bodies of work, or you are gonna be like, I don't like this motherfucker that's always rapping about somebody else, or or being a chameleon and and rapping like other rappers when he teams up with those other rappers because those those critiques are out there, and I'm here to say it's valid, it's valid. But at the end of the day, you can you can critique all that. But my thing is, do you like it? Do you like it? Yeah, <laughs> yes or I like, no? Like, I like, I like, I like it. So, I, I, you know, song song was cool with me. Uh, I think you know the video <laughs> that I saw on Instagram. I think it was they were overhyping Ye's bars quite a bit. You know, with the Pete well, Davidson I'm pretty line. Sure Ye was reading that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with the Pete Davidson line. I think that uh, Games verse was okay. I think the beat carried the entire the entire thing. So Hit Boy, Hit Boy made them boys sound good. 
you had Mike Dean on there, of course, but I know how people feel about Mike Dean and his his production <laughs> or lack thereof. I don't I don't know, but there's a lot of lot out there about that. But I will say, end of the day, it sounded good. I liked the beat. Um, you know, lyrics was about I'd probably give him B minus C plus. You know what I mean? But you know, it's Gaines' first time out after a minute, so I shoot him some bell and say, yeah, sorry, sorry. You know, ain't gonna. It's not whack. Uh, the Kanye line was extremely whack, though. God saved me from the uh, from that crash to whoop Pete Davis. What, what, come on, bro. Come on. He come knew on. what that was going to do. He knew. And then justify moving um, super close to Kim and all that to, to be able to take care of his kids. That's, that's kind of weird. This is why I say Kanye's not a role model. This is why I say Kanye. What, what had he done where you Tangent can alert. Him? Tangent alert. Go ahead. Get off, King. <laughs> What can you point to in this guy's life, say, like where you like, hey, you need to be more like Kanye? Besides the music, besides the music, everything else that he does is. Oh yeah, I mean, you want to say about the rap. clothing line, but then he <laughs> hates on everybody that he puts on to the clothing line. Don't want them to grow. Like, like what yeah. type of what type of person is that? And it's weird too. I mean, and you know, it's a, it's a lot of things, man. He's not a role model. I don't I don't care for. I mean, I like the shoes. You know, I I don't own a pair, but I like the shoes, but they sell out so fast. I don't really care to go spend three, four hundred dollars to find the pair. So but I do like the shoes. I don't like those fisherman dwarf boots. But anyway, we we go we going we going <laughs> off on a tangent. <laughs> We're going over the tangent, man. So look, I stick with my original thought. C plus song. Okay. If you put Kanye name on it, put Kanye near and game. it's gonna get more track. Yeah. But you uh it's going to get you a lot of traction. So, hey, if that's an interview, if that's a song, uh, anything that he put his name on, I, he's infamous uh, at this point. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, his name is a, it's the product in itself, putting your name on. Absolutely, man. So with that, that's some of the singles that we rock with. If we left some out, if there's a single that released that you guys like that we need to know about, if you're watching it, Drop drop it down in the comments. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or wherever, just follow us on social media. Don't sleep underscore net. You can follow us individually at cash underscore float 83. You can follow Prez at Mr. Prez37. Hit hit people's inbox up. Let us know what you what you feel about it. Um, as far as the singles we mentioned, and also some of the singles we need to to get after and listen to. We always welcome more dope music so that's the end of the singles segment man let's let's move on to some of these albums man let's move on to some of these albums okay okay where you want to start i know you got your list go ahead uh let's start with um start with old faithful man let's start with jim jones drop the gangster grills we set the trends um 25 track mixtape <sighs> yeah Gotta be honest with you, man. I didn't get through the whole thing. I put it on shuffle, gave it a good old 12 song try. That was my limitations, 20, 30 minutes. And with that said, man, I like what I heard, Jim. Keep doing your thing, man. Oh, okay, okay. I love the drill. I love, I love what you're doing, Jim. I love that you he giving me that shit for. You know, I, of course you see Jim, Fab, and 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 Mano and all of them going to the gym on their IG and making fun of each other. And stuff like that with with uh, Fab coming in all pretty and whatnot. But to me, I say all that to say this: that's what this is for for me. 
I didn't go into this with high expectations. I didn't go into this thinking that this is, this is a focused project or nothing like that. I just went into it. Like Jim been pretty consistent over the course of the last two, three, four years in terms of dropping um, projects with, you know, particular people when you're talking about DJs and or producers. So, and that's not being, that's not really being highlighted, you know, from, you know, kind of the circles that I'm in. But I rock with it, man. And the 12, 13 joints that I that I got through, I definitely was rocking when they had one dude on there um that sounded like Pop Smoke. And I and I forget his name. Um, but so that that was a good song. And I think it's Duchess or or Dusty something. Um, and and I'm sorry if I'm butchering his name, but I like it overall. Um, he had a song on there with called Lobby Boys. I know him, Mayno, and um, who else is in that? Uncle Murder. Maybe, maybe one other guy. But um, anyway, like that, that project. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of it. But it's, it's absolutely gym music, up-tempo type stuff. Ain't, ain't nothing to write home about in terms of, like, this is a classic or nothing crazy like that. But it's good for what it's for. Get some, get some stuff out there. Put some new talent on because it's a lot of new artists on here that I've never heard of or, you know, just bringing those, giving those guys that shine. So being an OG in the game, that's dope to always give back and, and lend your time to artists to give them a platform. And a lot of them stepped up to the plate. So overall, it's something I'm going to return to specifically when I'm in that mood for the gym. You know, me and Prez here, we mood listen. Wherever we at, that's when we listen to music. So that's what I'm going to do with this project. So cool. It's Man, cool you so said far. it. You, you you said it perfectly. I ain't was gonna add too much more to that. Like, hey, that's exactly how I felt on it too. It was just like, okay, it's uh it's the the gym type vibe. It's that trap music mixed with some of that drill. Uh, love this. Like, I I listened to it the regular way through, uh, and I liked it. it twenty five songs though. I listened to all twenty five, so it it actually <laughs> kicked out some other stuff off my list because uh that was a longer list than I was expecting. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I was more excited too that uh this is a gangster grills. I didn't know gangster grills was still trugging along like as a series, or is he trying to like reignite it or how how they doing here? But hey, that was that was good to have that on there, giving his sound more to that uh that down south uh that down south trap or 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 that drill. Man, yeah, I I I thought the album was was a great representation, uh, a great great little kickoff for him and him doing something different, getting away from Harry Fraud a little bit, just giving us a nice different mix and down south mix. Cool, cool. All right, man. Let's move on to the next joint, man, moving right along. Were you able to get to one of the guys that you you put me on years ago, Coda the Friend? Were you able to get to that? No, I did not get to Coda because I was listening to all 25, all 25. Jim Jones. Jim Jones. I'll hold it down. I'll hold it down. All right. So... I was rocking with this uh, Code of the Friend. It's called Lyrics to Go, Volume 3, continuing on the series that he started with last year. Uh, one of the more important things that I wanted to note in this project is that he was accused of some really really serious accusations in terms of um, putting his hands on his, his uh, ex-girlfriend. And, you know, that ran up and down the timeline. And, you know, he's pretty much, you know, when you do things like that, you know, you kind of get the cancel culture and without finding out the full information on that since then, I think he's tweeted or, or posted something on Instagram about it not being true, but it took, it took a couple weeks to months after, after that 
he addressed that on this album. And I think that was like super vulnerable. And it's also important for you guys to hear that part of it. And because we often hear the accusers, I mean, the person being accused, but we never hear when it gets cleaned up and find out that it's not even happening. That's not to excuse all the, the dudes out there or even women that are, are doing stupid shit as far as putting their hands on, on each other. I say all that to say this. I like that he discussed what went on with his life in the music and addressed it in a really, a really meaningful way. And then number two, out of like a lot of these drops that drop, you know, I was kind of getting to it so we could talk about it because that's what we do. We put you guys onto music. But at the end of the day, when I listened to it, I really enjoyed it. Like as far as his beat selection, the production, and just how focused these 10 to 12 songs you know, be on his projects, he be in and out, like, no BS, and he be rapping, and he has some really good concepts on here. Uh, I wanted to just take a time to kind of just tell you guys about one of the songs that I actually liked on on here. Um, My bad. So, uh, Scapegoat, you know, uh, For Troubled Boys, and Shame. Those are three that stuck out to me right out, out the gate on here. So, go check out Code of the Friend, Lyrics to Go, Volume 3. It's, it's a good listen. It's a good listen. Is it more the the calm, like laid back type of vibe again? I know like that last one was. Yeah, yeah, but he got he got different. It's it's calm, it's laid back, like all all of the series. Um, but it's it's just some just good production, man. I, I enjoyed it being, you know, leveled and consistent throughout. Like you don't got to give me everything in the such a short packaged uh, project. You know what I mean? It's like 30 minutes, if that. Um, let me correct myself. Yeah, 20 minutes. 20 minutes, 10 songs. So, you know, some of them are super short. So I, I think it did what it needed to do to have one consistent theme. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I'll definitely be listening to that and I'll give my thoughts uh, on the later part. So. All right. Where you want to go next, man? Because I think we could go to another album I haven't fully gotten through that I don't feel comfortable talking about, but I know you got to it. What? Weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, man. Uh, man, my love, hate, more recently, more hate relationship with The Weekend. The dude that's responsible for some great, great music, uh, but I think as it's he didn't hit this little corner. I think y'all y'all pointed out on the last album, and I started to think it's starting to hit a little bit closer to home with me on this album. A lot of his music I don't think is made for me anymore, man. Like it's just it's it's extremely it's all the way pop for one thing. And the the content is just not there like it was on those earlier albums. So I found myself not really vibing to this album. Uh, it's not not the best product when I won't go to for the weekend. Matter of fact, I could tell you halfway through it, I started feeling like down about it. And I just went back to his older content and I was just like, <laughs> this is what I'm going to listen to. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I did not initial first, second and third listen to this album. It just didn't grab me. I... Fair enough. Like I said, I didn't get to majority of it. I just heard the highlights, the uh, Tyler, the creator feature, the, the Quincy Jones interlude and, you know, some songs after that. But I don't have enough to make an assessment. I know it has a heavy 80s vibe, so I'm interested in that sound because I do enjoy, um, you know, that 80s 
pop music. You know, I mean, we all would love music without one of our favorite goats, Mike Jackson, you know, Prince and stuff like that. So I'm not saying it's giving me those vibes, but if he has anything reminiscent to that, those type of sounds, I, I'll try it out. So I, I'm going to try it out. But um, hopefully you, know, you have a better experience than I did. I mean, but like, uh, I, I think it's one of those albums that I'm just going to, I'm writing off. It's, it's, it's out of, I'm, I gave it a couple of listens, didn't kind of vibe for me. Maybe if I hear just a song here on the radio, maybe a song eventually grab me even more. But I mean, as far as the album, I, I just don't see myself going back to it. And it's crazy because you know who did a 80s album last year, but got no recognition for it because people still don't know about his situation, uh, his past with Meg Thee Stallion and all that, you know, all the stuff that's kind of coming out about their situation. Tory Lanez, Alone at the Prom. If you, if you want to hear it done well, go listen to that. And, and if you don't, if you don't like the, 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 um, you can Tory Lanez did. I, well, this stuff has come out since then, press about about that situation. So it's not the same. More information's come out, so I've changed my stance on Tory Lanez. But we 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 we'll get to that offline. So it's not what we thought it was when when it started off, man. So it's a, it's a lot of lot of stuff. I'm I'm I stand where I stand with the information at the time is where I st- stood then. But there's been more to come out. But I don't want to get into a Tory Lanez combo. But yeah, yeah, I don't want to uh, get into it. Yeah. Um. Uh. Next up, man. Um. Nick Grant, welcome to Loveland. This is one of our favorites. Um. We we talk about him a lot. We've been I've rocked with his EP. Uh. Prior prior to this, and um. Yeah. So yeah. Let's get into it, Press. Welcome to Loveland. How you feel? So man, this is just perfect. I think again for that young guru statement where he's saying people need to do stuff a little bit different, or what he was insinuating, he didn't want to just rhyme me around, and we was just talking about uh. We was talking about that <laughs> that in uh the, with the reason and we mentioned Nick Grant as well because we figured like they kind of they kind of do that right but they do it well on this one he went for a whole uh funk uh love type vibe on really it good really good works it works it starts to show his a little bit of range on it I don't know if he's just getting older had like one of those J Cole fold your clothes type moment like but he he produced a whole album off that product and did a did it very well uh I, I do like the back end of the album a lot more when he started rapping a lot more on it than the than the front side of the album but the front side of the album is i i, I can't like experimenting that, yeah. yeah the 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 melodies and everything that he was going to it like so like it was wasn't expecting this from nick grant haven't kind of hinted at this on any other previous projects. I think uh the what last one I remember is like him the the comb in the hair. And no, you we had the Carolina 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 Diaries. Carolina Diaries. Like that was the last thing we had. And I don't it didn't have none of this type of no, vibe. He was just rapping. It. He was just rapping mm-hmm. on there and you know doing some dope stuff with the rapping. But yeah, like you much to your point, man. There was no way we saw a funk album coming you know what i mean and it was dope man like because this is what we want from the guys that rap like find unique ways to keep you know being motivated to do what you do and this was one of those those ones to where i'm like yo i love i love this welcome pace yeah we just heard it in the r&b version from um silk sonic you know what i mean and you know i'm still rocking with that album a lot of people are sleeping on it at this point but you know how fickle people are with music they move on 
to the latest, the latest uh drop, which you know we all do. But I think Nick Grant did that part well where he was being very melodic and and to your point, man, the range was really, really like eye-opening for me because I haven't heard him do that for an extended amount of time. So that leads me to, you know, okay, this is a project. This is something that he he clearly wanted to make and and let you guys and, and us know that this I can do this. So whenever he drops an album later on this year, which is just more, you know, traditional and him rapping about whatever he wants to rap about, I'm excited for where he can go and how he's grown. And then the, the last thing I want to say, I think is that TDE and then that punch um, involvement. I forgot the group that they're a part of. And I, it escapes me. So, but he he rocks with Punch, um, Daylight, and a few other dope MCs, and they formed a group. And I I forget what the group is, and I hate that I forget. But um, yeah, I think he's he's got people in his corner that are pushing him, and he's pushing himself to make doper material. So, I don't really need to break down what song you need to go to, what this, that, and the third on this project. It's a vibe. I hate to be cliche, but I mean, it, it puts me in a good zone. I like to listen to it when I'm cleaning up. I've listened to it just playing Madden and kicking it around the house, riding around to it. And it arguably, you know, this between this um, Corday and Coda the Friend and Earl, like those were the four joints as far as these mainstream albums that we're talking about that that kind of got my my attention this weekend. Yeah, uh, well, I'll go ahead and point to a couple. I, I thought like uh, the ingredient, brutal honesty, zombies, gangsterling, and the op. Like I said, that that back part of the album. If you're just going into it, like you don't want to be inundated, like with the with that new melody that he's trying to vibe in all together. Like that's a little bit more like tied you over to get you into the other part. But if if you just want to experience it, like Cash saying, like it's it's a vibe. Just go ahead and listen to it all the way through. But if you want the rapping little portion on it, definitely make sure you go to that that back end of the album. Sure, for sure. So where do you want to go next, man? We got Earl sweatshirt with Sick. Let's go Earl. Let's go Earl. Right, let's, let's go, go to Earl. Earl. Let's go to Earl. All right. All right. Can so, I start this one off, bro? Let me switch it up. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. I don't listen to everybody. I don't listen to everything. Really haven't, you know, I can't really give you a deep dive in the Earl sweatshirt. I know his past, know who he ran with, know, you know, the, who he was clicked with and all that stuff. And I know I'm familiar with his story, but I've never listened to a project from him. This being my first project of finally giving him the time of day, uh, the intro, just the, the correlation with him working with Young Guru, who, again, he's an engineer that I respect, and Alchemist and, and a few others on this project, it's a, the art of the cosign. I'm sorry. I'm guilty of it, too. You know, especially when I've checked out your music in the past and just like, ah, it's probably not for me at the time, at the time. And, you know, a million rappers out here. So, so with that said, you know, I get into Sick, and, man, I was pleasantly surprised with just his unorthodox flow first of all it's very unorthodox um him and his you know buddies they they cooked up some shit on here man like friends i i want to point out quite a few tracks on here that i've enjoyed as i scroll to the album that doesn't want to come up all right so 
I got Tabula Rasa featuring Arm and Hammer. That shit is dope to me. Um, God Laughs, Vision, and the title track, Sick Itself. But, I mean, this is 10, 10 joints, 25 minutes. I, I'm Yo, man, he about a good 80% with me on this project. And it's just from everything overall. Again, we're getting older. We talked about the Young Guru comments earlier about rapping your ass off and kind of, you know, we love that. But when you make a project that's, you know, very well tight and put together and, and the sound is consistent and the raps are there and the musicality and all that, I, I can't can't say it enough good things about it. So I am rocking with it. And, you know, yeah, I don't have anything negative to say about it. So that's that's where I'm at with the Earl sweatshirt. When you talk about rapidly rap, Rapidly rap, 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 rap. That's this. <laughs> like, this is all <laughs> it. You don't get you no other like ain't think too many gonna be too many hooks or nothing. Yeah. Like, no, yeah, that, this was it's, yeah, this is him just rap. Yeah, this like, is a hip hop album. It's just, yeah, it's just the guy just just flowing, and you either gotta like that or you're gonna hate it. You know what I mean? Like it's, I, I could see. I don't think he's trying to garner any. Uh, he ain't trying to go mainstream with this type of style or anything. It's like, you either feel it or you don't. You know what I mean? And Rock with it or you don't. That's where I'm at. Similar to like the Boldy James thing, right? That Alchemist just did with Boldy James. I listened to it. A lot of people was giving it high praise. I just, I wasn't feeling it, right? And I haven't felt the last few Boldy James projects, but that's just me and, and his style of rap. He's not whack. It's just, it's, his style, his tone of voice is not for me. But on the flip side, <laughs> Earl did the same thing, but I like the production. It's not all Alchemist production on here. So he switched it up. And, um, you know, overall, you know, to me, it doesn't feel like, yes, it's rapidly rap, but I think me and your um, definition might be different. Because when we talk about rapidly rap, I'm thinking punchlines, bar on your head off. That's he, what he I'm don't, thinking. He, he he got different setups and the way he kind of lays his all uh, bars and and lines together. It's not the the the, the same punchliney or or the triple entendres and stuff like this up in there. So it's not gonna be that type of setup with it. It's just him, just like like I said, just rapping, just rapping, and it flows, goes. Like I said, you either gonna like that style or you don't. And I can see. If Young Guru had just got mixing this and then he seen that statement and he was thinking about this song, or this, this, <laughs> this album, then I, I can get his point. He I can it. get his point for him. He's the engineer on here. Yeah, yeah. So I can I understand. And this is what I'm talking about. Like I know he probably worked with some of these, and he's probably just like, yeah, he's probably tired. Because if I had to listen at this for two to three days, nothing else, like I'd be kind of toned out of it too. Like I'd be like, yo, bro, I'm tired of this. Like we need some, we need some real music up in here or I need some more upbeat. I ain't gonna say real music, but like some upbeat, yeah. some some melodies mixed in and 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 all this. <laughs> yeah. So you taking it the other way. You taking it like he listened to this um I can't he was mixing this out. Boom I won't and say then boom he's seen that coming. Yeah. But again, I think it's a hypocritical thing too with Guru, right? Because this is like the this is the quintessential hippity hop album. 
You know what I mean? It's just that Earl sweatshirt is on the West Coast. It's, di- it's yeah. different vibes. It ain't the boom bat, but it's the same. It's West Coast boom bat equivalent, if you really want to say that. So it, it, it's funny how we all contradict, you know, ourselves and our hypocrites. And, and it's dope, man. It keeps the, the conversation moving forward. So, I mean, that's all I got for um, the sick album by Earl sweatshirt. I definitely yeah. will be um, tapping in Man. for future projects. You know, I told I made sure this was on your list, and it's one of those albums like Earl sweatshirt. I listen to all this stuff, so I appreciate it. I like it. I mean, but I'm very aware that it's not for everybody. So I think we got through them all, man. We saved, um, you know, one of our favorites for last and Corday with from a bird's eye view. Um, long awaited. We we've talked about his first project a lot on here. We talked about his EP. His EP even made my top EPs of 2021. Um, that's how much I, I like this young fellow. And um, yeah, let's let's start it off from there, man. Um, what, what do you think about it, man? Feel free to take as long as you need, man, or, or not, depending on how you feel about it. <laughs> so uh, it's it's all all on you, press. Uh, I start off with my negative. Uh, I didn't think that volume two, the couple songs extra added on there, didn't need to be on there. They they, if you wasn't gonna include them with the main list set, calling the volume two their bonus, just put them as a bonus or something like that. Save it for deluxe. I didn't I didn't think they need to be mixed in with this initial album offering. I think they kind of taken away from. I, I I didn't I didn't like those couple songs at the end. The rest of the album. I thought was good in the middle of the album kind of leveled off a little bit, but did it pick back up again at the end. Uh, but overall great album. I, I think it, I, I would definitely recommend this to anybody, <laughs> anybody who's like uh, in the hip hop, like, Hey, yeah, Hey, this is, this is one. It's a great way to start off the year. Uh, it's one of those ones that was kind of anticipated. Uh, it didn't, I didn't see, was missing those songs from his little the EP that came out last year. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing on there. They wasn't on there. I think they could have fit in good on here. Yeah. Give me those as the bonus on here and replace those other two songs. Especially the Q the Q tip one possibly. I think that would have yeah, went well. That's how this thing was gonna start off with that song. And I was just like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was a little disappointed that those songs wasn't on here. But I understand if you release that, release that for EP. <laughs> but like I said, like that could have been thrown in as a bonus and then just kept me at the end of that album after you're done if that volume two portion that you're saying, if you had those four songs, um, you're getting that much more praise. I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you my playlist of the album. And then I'm going to take out the shit I don't like off this project and put in the EP. And we are all, everything, all is good. <laughs> all is good. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, uh, but yeah, man. Um, you know, I I love that the fact that we have our own opinion. You know, and again, you're not you're not a social media person, and I like that that balances us out because you come in with the fresh input. I have to disregard all of the input that I read. You know what I mean? Because I took my time to get to it because I knew like this is one of the the young kids that I I want to champion and I want to say yo, they, he's doing his thing, man. And of course, he's mainstream, but I think the reason why he's mainstream because people like what he he does and how he carries himself and he puts the lyrics first. He puts the music first. You know what I mean? So 
with me, man, I have no problem with this album. I've really enjoyed it. Like it's been called mid. It's been called trash. Like, you know, I saw nothing. It's definitely but, not trash. It's not trash. And I think we got to stop that. We got, we got to stop because we ain't feeling some shit and it ain't for you. That's not the equivalent of trash. If you say it's not for you, I believe it's not for you. You ain't got to double down on trash because can I go off on a tangent press? Go ahead. Rappers, underground rappers. I'm just saying, it's a lot of you motherfuckers out here that trash this album. And your sound quality, your production, and everything about you, it ain't that. It ain't that. So you got to look yourself in the mirror. And before, I mean, I know the bravado and I'm nicer than everybody thing is, but the fact is, some of y'all are not. So until you get to that point, come on, man. Like, you you can't throw stones. That's that's just where I'm at. That's, that's where I'm at. Like, if, if your shit don't sound better, but if you believe it and you're delusional, by all means, you supposed to, that's how rap is, right? You're supposed to believe that you're the best. But I'm seeing a lot of, you know, fellow rappers and, and you know, just jump out the window within, like, and it's like, fam, like, <laughs> before you speak, make sure your shit's in order. Make sure your house is in order. Because, you know, that that's where I'm at with that. That's that, that's my tangent. But back to back to the <laughs> Corday from a bird's eye view. I like this project. I, I was listening to it again because I listened to it in a certain mood and I was just moving around trying to listen to it because it's, you know, just doing my thing, working. And it wasn't, that wasn't the time for me to listen to it. But later on, I'm up here chilling, sipping on some wine, playing Madden, you know, playing 2K and just relaxed. And my mind is just on the music. Shit's good, man. Sinister, again, we heard that. Uh, Super, John, uh, John Michelle. I even like the, sh- the commercial shit. The Today with Gunna. I like the shit with her. Champagne glasses. I'm mad that Nas isn't on that, but I like that. Westlake High. Like that. Like, so that's all. Boom, 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 boom. I just named five. I can't front. I can't front to just have a negative opinion on it. Could I think you could have done, you know, put some of the EP shit on there? Yeah, absolutely. Put some of the EP shit on there because it was better than some of the, the want from me's. And the, the mama hood, you know what I mean? Like those were cool album songs, but like I think some of the stuff from his EP late um earlier last year could have been put on there. But moving forward, press. Um, I want to get to the song that everybody's talking about. Parables featuring Eminem. <sighs> Try time to get the clicks up. Time to get the clicks up. Hey, y'all hit get the hate up. Get the hate up. Time to get the clicks up. This if. M don't stop ruining songs. Y'all got to stop allowing him. Like, I get it. He a legend. He a legend. But he has to stop. Just, he just doing too much on the record. It's the, like, what for? Like, the beat is switching up, and then they can do too many different flows, and it's like, it's pointless. Just give us a good 16 to 24, bro, and, and go on about your... Your business, we already know that you one of the best technically sounding rappers to rap out there. But why do you have to sacrifice showing that skill, which we all know you have, for the sake of the song? Like, I just, shit blows my mind. Like, Corday came on and killed it. Like, I, I think Corday could have included this in the album. And then this is, this is an instance where I would have cut Eminem 
I would have cut Eminem for the project. Now, I keep this politics at play here, but this one, this this one, it didn't fit the scheme. Great, great technically, great technically, but it it made for the song. The song dragged on to me, Brez. I just, I I gotta say it. Uh, so Cash, what I, I totally agree with you, and I think that's kind of like why he did it. Uh, on that added as like the volume two, like two songs on the volume two, like it's not really needed. I think that's what you were saying, the politic portion. Like you got M, so you have to put it out because once people hear about it, they're gonna be like, oh, I want to hear the M track. But then when you hear, it, you see why he didn't include it within the, the album. Yeah, yeah. Cause it just didn't, it just didn't go. It wasn't, it wasn't it. You know what I mean? Like, so probably spent the money, paid for it, put it out. Cause the way social media is, once people start getting a, a little hint of it, you're going to have to put it out anyway. So just go ahead and, and give it to them. But at the same time, like I said, the only thing that could have made that go a little bit easier, I think if you put those four EPs on that side as well, and then that kind of like, uh, gives you a softer palate in your mouth, you know, uh, softer, softer palate for that type of song mixed in there. But and I hate yeah, to do it's, it. I hate to do it to it, him. M just did not come with it on this. And then, uh, yeah, I think we're going to talk about that Lil Wayne, Sorry for the Wait. I think we're going to run through that. I speak on that when it comes through. But it's just those similarities, just those, and those two, like, just, just stop. Like, why? Why? Like you saying, like, why, why do it? Like, Y'all already solidified and stuff like this. And you got to be able to listen at this with a critical ear. And if it ain't doing nothing to add to your legacy at this point, then don't put it out. I feel like sometimes when they do, when he does that much, it's in fear of getting cleaned up from just a regular, just a flow that's very direct and to the point. And, and just, like, I know he can rap a lot more simpler. Like, sometimes less is more. And in this instance, like, Corday came on and I'm like, oh, I like this beat. Like he he flowing. He he killing it. Like subject matter, all that. Punchlines did his normal one too, as he's supposed to when you got a legend on your project. You got to come with it. I don't see no reason why M couldn't have done the same, I won't say same type of flow, but just, you know, the basic, you know, give me just regular, give me some regular shit, man. <laughs> you know, you ain't got to do out of this world shit. I know I can't do what M does. Nobody, a lot of people can't do what M does as well as he does it technically. But again, stop sacrificing the song to be able to get your shit off. That's that's selfish. Selfish. Eminem is selfish. He's selfish. <laughs> selfish. He's just trying to show if he can rap really fucking well and don't give a fuck what the what the beat is doing, how to ride a beat. Like when the last time you heard M just. Float on some shit to where you was like, mm. you know what I'm saying? I, it's been a the while. Moon man, the moon man with uh, Cuddy. With Cuddy? The, the the thing he had with Cuddy. Yeah, he did, he did smoke that. That was the end of last year. Or not last year, 2020. Yeah, on the Cuddy album. But damn, man. Like, And again, this is in the Eminem trash session. It's just like, sometimes you got to do what's best for the song as an artist. And, and you got to know when that is, and, and somebody that, that's been in the game such a long time, you would think that M would know that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, you know, um, when it's double back, you mentioned Lil Wayne, you know, to end this music, this album thing off, let's, let's talk about Lil Wayne. 
and um, the constant re-releases with new songs on here that's not needed. It's not. No, stop it, stop it, man! I got we we yo we didn't like it the first three times that you added songs to it. We didn't like it the first three times. What makes you think this fourth time I'm going I'm going to want to listen to it? And then you drop this subpar shit, and then little Wayne, Wayne, come on, Weezy F baby, please say the baby, Bruh, Why the fuck do you take all this goodwill? that you had from last year. Motherfuckers, even B-Dot, as crazy as I think that take was to having him as his top rapper of 2020, even people like that was thinking, great, very highly of you. And then what do you do? What do you do? You add four sorry-ass songs to this joint, and it's like, wow. Man. Everybody already, like, we'd have heard everything on Sorry for the Wait. We know we like it. The people who like it gonna want to like it. They they just happy that it's back out on the streaming service. Why do you need to add to it? Uh, do you need to, like, this is, this is the remastered version. This is the super duper remastered version. No, I just want the original shit that I asked for. <laughs> That's it. Give me that so I can go back and reminisce. I don't need to reminisce with a little bit of your nostalgia. Like, no, it was fine as is. This is like when they go back and like, uh, they 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 redo those movies and add stuff to it. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, oh, we're gonna redo E.T. and we're gonna add this little portion to it or or, or something like this. Like, no. Remastered, remastered <laughs> shit. Like, it was fine. We're gonna throw in bigger explosions. Like. I liked it when what it was, was 480p. <laughs> I liked it when it was 420p or whatever it is. Like, I'm cool. Like, I know you didn't have the technology then. I'll keep watching it like this. Like, who wants to watch RoboCop in 1080p? You know, I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's, it looked bad then, but we enjoyed it. And we'll enjoy it now. The way it's still is the old way. Like, so, man. Easy that was the same thing. Like, okay, you can clean up the quality of the music. I don't need your extra songs. I don't need you to go up here and say... Hey, I threw in this remix to this one, so I took off the original beat. No, that's not why I'm coming back to this. I'm coming back for the original beat, the original lyrics, everything else. It's a it's a product that's already created. Sorry for the wait. It's those songs minus the new folk songs that you put on there. That is a new EP. Just release that as another EP if you feel like that's got to be music that you got to get off. Right, and then like it, unless you download it, Prez, right? <laughs> unless you download it. As soon as you go back to it, you're like, what's these four new songs? It just pop, it just pops up on you. Disrespectful. <laughs> Disrespectful. I don't want to hear these first four. This ain't the this ain't the this ain't how I remember the song structure going. You know what I'm saying? Like, so now I gotta waste data in my phone to protect myself from you. I shouldn't have to do that. I shouldn't have to do that shit. <laughs> Reminiscing, like, oh yeah, yeah, go to song four. Yeah, let me go to song four is different. Song four. Who is who's a little checker? <laughs> I oh. Yeah, I remember Lil Tecca being on this, but uh, <laughs> yeah, bro, it's yeah. Man, I hate to I hate I hate to leave it end off on a music segment like this. Or like, like the original music on it. Come on, man, just like when you re-releasing these things, just leave it as is and and push. Just it do out. a new product. Uh, do an EP. Extra, Give me an EP. Just say it's an EP. Throw out an EP. That's all. And leave. Don't don't ruin your old product. Don't ruin your Just face the scrutiny with an EP, but don't throw four subpar songs on there. You know, just give me a new EP to complain about. I I respect that more. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, yo, man. yo. But y'all, check check this out, man. We're going to come back later. I think we're going to drop a double pod because we, we've stayed here. It's been a minute. A lot of new music came out. We had to do what we had to do to talk about the music. Here, and we enjoyed doing this. But we're going to double back. We're going to take a brief break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about NFL, Wild Card Weekend. Uh, we may get into some NBA. I know KD's hurt out four to six weeks. I just got the alert as as we were doing this. So, I mean, it's a lot lot of shit to talk about, but we definitely focusing on the NFL wildcard players. So y'all stick around. We'll be right back. 